0: Welcome to The Blueprint. On this week's episode, we're talking to Delali Pozzo. She's the co-founder of We Are Onyx, a beauty educational resource and subscription business that offers online tutorials on the latest beauty techniques for women of color. Her journey to entrepreneurship is an unlikely one that started in Hollywood, where Delali began her professional career working as an assistant at a talent agency.
1: When I was at CAA, my hair was always braided. Okay. It was always braided because CA was so strict about, um, you know, it kind of, it was the thing that wasn't said, but everybody knew it mm-hmm. about appearance mm-hmm. and about how you looked and how you dressed and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I always wanted to make sure my hair was like, The the game was on point. Mm -hmm. Um, So, my hair was always braided. Also, it was super easy. Like, you just didn't have to do your hair ever, really. Right. Um, Just like maybe once every two months or so. Mm -hmm. So, my hair was always braided. And when I started at uh, David's company, my hair again was always braided because now it was just my thing and it was easy. Mm -hmm. Um, But obviously, you have to get those braids redone. Mm -hmm. And it was in the process of getting those braids redone that a number of things (laughs) happened. That resulted in this like moment of clarity okay. um, when I realized that I was 30 and
0: I didn't know how to wash my hair. So how does a 30-year-old woman go from not knowing how to wash her hair to running a business specializing in the artistry of hair and makeup? It kind of starts with her own hair disaster.
1: I had a hair appointment. I'd taken my braids down first of all, on a Friday night, which took all the time in the world because they were very small. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't get to bed until like three or something crazy. Mm -hmm. But I was like, oh, no big deal. I'm just gonna sleep in the chair tomorrow. Okay. Cut to tomorrow and I'm getting into the car and I get a 10 a.m. call that my stylist has to cancel because she got a flat. So I'm sorry, we have to reschedule your appointment. Um, And they have no idea. The horror, yeah. <laughs> like what this really means right, for me in right. my life right now. Um, because she was the only black stylist at the salon, she had been doing my hair for like I don't know eight years or something like okay. that. I had never been to anybody else, I didn't know anybody else. Really? I, didn't, I didn't even know who to call. Uh, my sister didn't live in California, so I didn't, I couldn't call whoever hurt, you know, like I had nothing. Mm-hmm. So I immediately, um texted and called all my friends and was like, who do you go to? Give me their number. And I'm calling all these people because I need to get this hair washed um, on this, on this Saturday so that I can get it rebraided by some other lady on Sunday. Mm -hmm. And um, I couldn't get an appointment to save
0: my life. Eventually she made a reluctant realization.
1: So it was at midnight when I realized that I was going to have to wash this hair on my own. Mm -hmm. Um, so I knew what it meant to have your hair stretched by many, many weeks of braiding and then get in the shower and come out with like the smallest afro you've ever seen, Mm -hmm. which is like, how do you detangle? Where do you begin? You're going to be up all night. So I needed to figure out how do you keep the hair stretched somehow while you're in the shower? Like, what do you do? Mm -hmm. So I went to uh, Google and I typed in how to wash curly hair. That was the first thing I typed. Okay. And the curls that presented were not quite my curl. <laughs> no. There were these girls with huge barrel curls like, oh, you just, you know, and I'm like, that is not, like that's not, not the Ganaean life. Curls. This is not, this is not Ghanaian <laughs> hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and so after a little bit of searching, tweaking, this and that, how to wash black hair, how to wash curly black hair, how to, then I thought, how to wash natural hair. Okay, okay, how to wash natural hair. Mm -hmm. But that opened up like a can of worms. I mean, the entire internet opened up at that point and everything that has ever been written about natural hair Uh presented itself um, in a very disorganized kind of mishmash of Mm -hmm. information. A lot of personal journeys, a lot of blog posts of day one, day two, day three hair. Mm -hmm. You know, things that were very interesting but not what I was looking for at 2 a.m. Um, <laughs> and uh, and they were not like practical step one, step two, step three information. Okay.
0: She eventually found a tutorial that guided her through the process of washing her natural hair but the experience made her see the glaring need for a more organized way to present structured information for women of color to care for their hair. The next day she met someone who helped her see the valuable business proposition that existed by her unmet need.
1: The next morning, I had uh, committed to going to brunch with my boyfriend and a friend of his from, uh, from his master's program. But of course, on, on our way to her place, um, I was like talking his ear off about all this hair madness mm-hmm. and like, I've been up all night and you have no idea mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. And so we get into the car Uh, she's driving and we're heading off to Venice, uh, to go have brunch. And I'm sitting in the backseat of the car, which is like, first of all, I am a car sleeper period. Mm -hmm. Um, but on that day in particular, Mm -hmm. that was like the Radisson or like the four seasons. I was so asleep in that car. It was shocking. Uh Um, so I'm terribly like just terribly exhausted and falling asleep in the back seat. Um, and uh, totally being rude because I'm I'm not really engaging with the two of them. They're sitting in the front seat, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, so my boyfriend, Matt, is like, you know, you should, why don't you tell Miriam what you've been doing and why it is you're sleeping? Now, he said that for two reasons. A, because I was sleeping in the car. Mm-hmm. And B, because he knew her background a little bit more than I did. Mm-hmm. Um, so I tell her that I've been up all night, like, with this hair and, She has curly hair, but not like, Mm -hmm. not like mine. And so I told her, you know, I've been up all night. It's complete insanity trying to manage this hair. And, uh, you know, wouldn't it be great if there was this place that black women could go to to learn how to manage their hair that was like not YouTube because... I don't have time for YouTube. I'm not 16. I don't have hours to spend discovering the right person and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I I just kind of need more practical advice that's easy to digest and fast. Mm -hmm. Um, So I said this to her and I just sort of said nothing um, about it after that. She gets to a red light, she whips around, she looks at me and she says, I have an amazing business idea to go along with that. But if I tell you about it, we have to do it together.
0: And a blossoming partnership was born. Delali and Miriam got together to hammer out the details of their idea. Miriam's background in finance was key to helping them get their first round of funding to launch.
1: At the time, she was working for um, a financier, a film financier, who uh, she wanted to present the idea to. Okay. And eventually we presented him with the idea, which he loved. And he's like, yeah, I totally want to get on board. Wow. And he became our angel investor. And within six months, I'd put in my two weeks wow. at my full-time job um,
0: to pursue Onyx full-time. The choice to run her own business full-time was not one she came too lightly. I probably didn't sleep for about
1: three weeks thinking about it, because the other thing I didn't do was I didn't tell my parents. Um, It was very, very important to me. And this is probably the only time I've ever done this. Like with everything, I call my mom like, what do you think? Mm -hmm. Um, But this is the only time I had never told anybody what I was doing because I really wanted the decision about yay or nay to be my own.
0: And although she put a great deal of thought into the decision to strike out on her own, she was surprised at how clueless she felt on her first day.
1: Let me tell you, on day one, I had a computer, I sat down at a desk and I had no idea what I was supposed to do. Wow. I didn't have a clue. Wow. I had an email address and I had a computer and I like how I had you, I had no direction.
0: How did you figure it out?
1: I, I sometimes I think about it now and I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> um, because I literally remember that first day, sitting behind the computer and being like, So what am I supposed to do now? Mm-hmm.
0: She eventually realized that she needn't reinvent the wheel and reached out to people in her circle who might be able to help.
1: And I immediately uh, started to remember the concept of the network and reaching Mm. out to people who I I could tell this story to who Mm. might say something that would jog something in my brain Mm. um, that would lead to the next question. And so I actually reached out to a girl that I used to work with At the previous production company Mm -hmm. and I said we need a logo I think this is going to be the name of the company Um, do you know anyone Mm -hmm. who does logos Mm -hmm. and we found uh, she knew someone Mm -hmm. it's like her best friends Mm -hmm. Um, they happen to be you know the talent behind all the branding for the Book of Mormon Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of coca-cola stuff Uh, a lot of major motion pictures and Mm -hmm. they were happy to take us on they loved the idea Um, they came up with this Gorgeous, gorgeous logo and a beautiful image, like a digital image of this box, mm-hmm. of what the box was going to look like. Is
0: that the box that you have now? That's the box that we they have now.
1: They that? came up with it's that box. Gorgeous. And that's all we had. Oh, wow. <laughs> we had a logo, had this a beautiful box, fake box that didn't really exist, <laughs> and um, and like some other random key art and like our hopes
0: and dreams. With just their logo and their mock-up design of their box, they presented their concept to the who's who of beauty magazines.
1: We, uh, we hopped on board with a, um, with a PR company uh, who we hoped was gonna help to build some buzz about us. We had no box at this point. We had no product, we had nothing. Uh-huh. Um, and they set up a series of meetings in New York. Uh-huh. So we flew to New York um, and we sat down with editors at L, at Ebony, at Essence, at O Magazine, uh-huh. at Seventeen, at Teen, it was super, super, super exciting. Uh-huh. We had a laptop with the logo and the fake box. Wait a second. <laughs>
0: hold on, hold That's on. That's all
1: that was on that computer. We had an empty box. We had no box. <laughs> there you was zero box. We had a beautifully designed we empty box. We had a box. picture of a box and we had a logo.
0: Um, hold on. Okay, so when you're sitting in these meetings with all these <laughs> magazines, what are you talking about?
1: So we're talking about the essence of what it was that we were building Mm -hmm. we were talking about what we wanted to say how it came out we told them the story of my hair and i was 30 and i didn't know how to wash it and conditioner and like we told them that story Uh um how we came together. Uh We told them about what we were trying to say in the Uh world of of black beauty and Uh how we were trying to be different Mm -hmm. and how we were trying to change the game and and that kind of thing. And then we showed them the logo and the picture of the box. And they were like, yes, we love it. And we were like, really?
0: The New York trip was a success and the business partners went on to turn their virtual box into a real box filled with products Mm -hmm. from major beauty vendors that were established global brands. Things were looking good, but there were some hiccups along the way.
1: Over time, we learned that, um, you know, in in the spirit of it's not a straight line, mm-hmm. you don't get it right the first time. Mm. Boy, do you ever not get it right the first time. <laughs> you make every mistake there is to make. You will hunt it down and you will make it um, because you have no idea what you're doing. But that's part of the process. Mm-hmm. And it's frustrating. It's exhausting. But that's part of the process. So... Um, at some point we changed uh, the way the box works in the model. Okay. Um, what well, did you change
0: it from, from what to what?
1: So originally the box was uh, organized such that you as the subscriber could select all four of the products in the box, and we threw in a fifth that we liked. Okay. That created a scenario where we couldn't really advertise because we had no idea what you were going to pick. Gotcha. So the boxes couldn't be themed, you mm-hmm. know, there was there was no way to, to control yeah to control it or mm-hmm. to create some kind of a um, some some message around every monthly mm-hmm. box. Um, so we changed the format and we flipped it literally. Okay. So we control four and you control one. Okay. We also found that even though people say they like choice, they don't like to choose too much. Yeah, <laughs> if the if the options are too wide, it's yeah. too much. That's true. Um, But, you know, if you're going off the, oh, I want to pick, I want to customize idea, Mm -hmm. you will make the mistake and assume people want to choose everything, you know. Um, So, uh, yeah. So we we changed the way the box works. Okay.
0: Delali was young and still working on paying off her student loan debt. So I had to wonder if this was the most opportune time for her to be starting such a risky business. The
1: opportunity was right there. And I was keen enough to recognize that this doesn't happen. Okay. Uh, you don't present to the first investor and they say yes. Right. When you have never presented to investor before. Wow. Um, you know, I, I knew that I had to take the opportunity because it wasn't going to come around again. Um, so, you know, I, I, I did know that it wasn't ideal Um, I also don't come from money. It's not like if it didn't work out, oh, it'll be just fine. I have my savings. Like that didn't exist. Um, So it, it was never the right time.
0: I asked Delali what advice she'd give to other visionaries and dreamers and loved her answer.
1: The truth is, you know, you know, if this thing inside of you cannot live there, if it needs to live outside of you Mm. um you know because it hurts it hurts Mm -hmm. it physically hurts Mm -hmm. it hurts when you see someone else doing it Mm -hmm. and you think to yourself that could have been me that should be me Mm -hmm. I could do that better at least as good Mm -hmm. (laughs) as they're doing it Mm -hmm. um you feel it it's Mm -hmm. a very personal feeling you just know um the only advice i can give is to take a moment and listen to yourself Um, that's a piece of advice i guess i would give to anyone about any decision about any moment in your life um Listen to yourself, Mm -hmm. listen to your body, listen to your mind, listen to your heart, Mm -hmm. Um, listen to yourself because Mm -hmm. you know better Mm -hmm. than anyone else. And sometimes you're going to think that you don't know better and you need to ask someone else. Mm -hmm. But if it's that important to you, Mm -hmm. take a moment and really ask yourself because. Sometimes the path is like laid out for you and you can just sort of step into it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the path starts to lay when you decide to do it, Mm -hmm. when you decide to take that chance. Mm -hmm. That's when the path starts to lay. If you think that the path is just gonna be there waiting for you to make the decision, that's a you're wasting your time. Mm -hmm. The path doesn't, it's not visible until you've said yes. Mm
0: -hmm. So how many of you out there are faking it till you make it? What does that look like for you? I actually don't think that faking it till you make it is a bad thing. It's actually kind of necessary and a lot of people are doing it. Let us know how it shows up for you. Click on the contact us tab on our website, www.blueprintshow.com. You can also tweet us at show me blueprint, or you can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com blueprintshow and tell us your story. Now, if you want to make sure you never miss an episode, don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes. We're also available on any of your favorite podcast applications. If you like us, go ahead and give us your best rating and review. That's it for this episode of the Blueprint. From myself, Chico Chicudabello and the blueprint show producer Sonatali Narcis, we want to encourage you to keep drafting your blueprint. Tune in in two weeks where we'll hear from another visionary like yourself.